0: Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2019 is brought to you by our Indiegogo producers, Richard Kreutz-Landry, Robert Anderson, The Drinking and Screaming Podcast, The Ostium Network, Damian Sidlow, Max Kasparek, Aaron Keon, Kyle Decker, Rocky Lee, Ryan Bolter, and Neon Green Tiger. A very special thank you to all of our Indiegogo supporters and to the IPM organizational team. And now, on to the episode.
1: You are listening to Stay Wild, a zoo minisode for International Podcast Month 2019.
2: I think we're safe for a minute. Don't worry, we're gonna get you home. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Not yet. I'll get you out of this, I promise. You can trust me, I'm an FBI agent. Well, okay, former FBI agent. But you know, I'm still trained for this. Well, okay, I was in cold cases and not a field agent but I went to Quantico just like everyone else. It's not glamorous. When I got scouted for the FBI, I pictured myself speaking Farsi in foreign bars, trading unmarked bills for secrets on some upcoming plutonium trade. Instead, I got moldy files and an office in the basement, which in the end was a good thing. That's how I found you. So I found the zoo. It's how I found the truth about all the mysterious, unknown creatures in the world. Wow, I've just sounded like one of those Kim Trail dweebs on Yahoo Answers. Look, you'd make the same decision, wouldn't you, given what I knew? I mean, for a year I thought the zoo was some strange conspiracy. That they bribed FBI officials and covered up a series of murders or human trafficking. Nope turns out chupacabras and ghost moose are real, and they're endangered species protected in an incomprehensible zoo run by the Mothman. I did not call that one. But you? Don't give me that look. You would not have gathered that from a stack of FBI files and a few crap recordings you found in a mildewy basement. That's what I thought. And, if we want to keep helping the zoo, we'll have to get you out of here. You'll be with me every step of the way. Maybe you'll even help me find the aquarium. Oh yeah, you've been locked up for a while. The aquarium is, best I can tell, some kind of zoo run by the Legion of Doom. It's evil. I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Oh shit, I think he's coming back. Stay quiet. Is that a rat? Oh, God. Oh, no. Shh. He'll hear you. Can't have a snack Oh. Oh, fuck. It's crawling up my leg. Hush. Shh. Ugh. 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 Ew. You may be cute, but you are a messy eater. Okay, are you happy now? You got a snack. Maybe you'll be a little bit less of a pain in the ass. Smartass. You know, in my last job, I didn't have rats. Or judgmental wild animals giving me side-eye. And I didn't crawl around in dark rooms hiding from inhuman creatures while trying to protect endangered species. Don't be like that. I'd much rather do this. I mean, I did important work at the FBI, but I always just, like, I don't know. I guess I gave people closure, but I never really helped anybody. I never found a kidnapped victim alive, never prevented a death, but here every cryptid I help the zoo find is one that's not out in the world to be discovered. I'd hate to see you end up mounted on some collector's mantle or in the hands of the aquarium, though as far as we know those two things aren't mutually exclusive. And I've seen such amazing things here. There's ancient giant sloths And two-dimensional sheep, and a pack of chupacabras, and the fucking unicorn. And there's you. No, I didn't forget about you. I mean, I ate lunch with the Mothman yesterday. This place is beyond belief, and anybody would be lucky to work here. I just... I don't know why I didn't think it wouldn't be dangerous. I mean, I've been attacked by a few dozen cryptids since coming to work here. You included, by the way. Jackass. But the danger is all worth it to keep you safe. No matter what happens to me, I want you to know I will fight for you. You are worthy of protection. That's why the zoo exists, and that's why I joined it. I won't let them take you. You will never take me alive.
3: Michaela, what the hell are you doing in here? I need your help. The Splinter Cat's escaped his enclosure and I need... Oh. Oh, I see what's going on. Jacques!
2: Amos, his name is Thundercat.
3: I spent the better part of four months designing a western red fir tree he can explode through and we can put back together, so maybe, just maybe... His enclosure will feel a little bit more like home, and it won't just bust out of his paddock. But instead, I find you've been smuggling him out in the dead of night.
2: He's not an exhibit, Amos. He's too smart to be in a cage, and too cute.
3: Cage? 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 Do you take me for a buffoon? Is this all some kind of parlor trick to you and I? I am the buffoon? i work my fingers to the cotton to make sure that every enclosure is a cryptid's new home. That enclosure is the genuine willy-wax. Yet here you call that masterpiece of forestry on show a cage? What are you going to do, Michaela? Take him back to your quarters? It's a wild bobcat that can headbutt trees at the speed of a cannonball. He'll tear down your drapes, piss on everything, and headbutt cat-sized holes in your walls. What are you going to do, huh? Keep him in your closet?
2: Amos, I cannot keep him in my closet. All those mothballs in there, he'd probably choke on one.
3: Why do you have so many mothballs in your closet? Uh,
2: well, I was just trying to keep my sweaters intact. You know, we have a bit of a moth infestation.
3: No, we don't.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, we have the one, though.
3: Oh, my sweet fiddling granny, are you talking about the director?
2: Look, he's the moth man. I don't know how many sweaters he can eat.
3: You know the man, Michaela. You had lunch with him yesterday. He eats Captain Crunch and anything from the Marie calendar section to the frozen food aisle. He's not going to be sneaking into your closet in the middle of the night to make a bed lunch out of your favorite cardigan. I don't know that for sure. Wait, that's not even what we're talking about. You got me all turned around. Why did you take the splitter cat? Why are you hiding in rat storage? This is rat storage? Jesus. Explains
2: what that rat was doing in there. You know what squeaked like a dog toy when I kicked it?
3: Well, yeah. The rubber rats.
2: Why can't we ever have anything normal here? Because then this wouldn't be a cryptid zoo. I hate this family. Come on, Thundercat. We're going to my place.
3: No, no. You gotta take him back to his home.
2: I told him I'd take care of him.
3: And you can do that when he is very safely enclosed into this nice enclosure that, I will remind you, somebody worked very hard to make.
2: I don't understand why the Mothman gets to have Steep, but I don't get to keep Thundercat.
3: Steep is a tea-kettler. They're easy to domesticate. They aren't survivors. Do you think there's a lot of corgis running backward across the prairies taking down gazelles? No! They survive perfectly well on prepared diets around people. Splinter cats! Kayla, grab the- Oh! Gotcha! Kayla, I know you don't mean any harm, but you can't even keep a handle on them for 10 minutes. Splinter cats need to be in forests. They need territory. They need to hunt. You can't just take him out of his environment and expect him to be suited for yours.
2: I just, I don't know. I left all my friends and my family and I miss them. I think I just wanted a pet, you know?
3: I understand. But it isn't fair to Thundercat. He needs trees to splinter, not armoires and bookcases.
2: Okay. Come on, Thundercat. Let's go take you back to your enclosure. <gasps>
3: Now, you need to apologize to Zookeeper Rafferty for this little stunt you pulled. And then, maybe, if you do it nicely, she'll let you volunteer to do some work with Thundercat. You think she will? Rafferty was bitten by a horse spider once, and she forgave it. She can forgive you. Hey, Amos. Yeah?
2: Horse to spider ratio.
3: Do you want to know?
2: Doesn't matter. No answer you give me will be not terrifying.
1: Zoo is created by CJ Hausch, Connie Kitts, and Cody Phillips. The voice of Michaela Kespar is Connie Kitts. The voice of Amos is CJ Hausch. Directed by Cody Phillips. Sound design by C.J. Housh. Original music by Nathan Gandy. Follow us on Twitter at Zoo Podcast. Find Zoo on Radio Public. And everywhere else, podcasts are enclosed and maintained. This episode was made especially for International Podcast Month. You can find more great content on internationalpodcastmonth.com. Please use the hashtag... IPM 2019 to share this show and others with your friends.
3: A Road production.
0: The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is Morning Dew by Liquid and used under a Creative Commons license. The link is in the show notes. You can support International Podcast Month via Coffee or PayPal and by retweeting, sharing, and talking about the event using the IPM 2019 hashtag. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month long blog and information on the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.